0: A great week of sports for this guy right here. I hit the sports trifecta, if you will. Uh, gambling, my actual NFL team, and my fucking fantasy teams. It was a great day of sports for me. Not so much for a lot of people. I saw a lot of tweets this week about people just getting crushed on their bets. Not me. I hit my fucking parlay. My fantasy teams looking good. The Vikings finally fucking won. Marcus, what are you what are you excited about this last week?
1: Um, I'm excited that hopefully there's going to be a little heat in Pittsburgh. Uh, they got a lot a lot of issues to figure out, um, a lot of problems, not many answers. But um, you know, when you have one of the best coaches in the NFL, you you have no excuses. Figure it out.
0: What is the solution for the Steelers right now? Well, the, the whole offensive line, every,
1: everything up there is just absolutely miserable. Um, Obviously, we well, all felt terrible watching Justin Fields, uh, you know, just get harassed. Like, I, I think, I forget what number you said, but I think he had, uh, like an average of 0. .7 point, like, a, like right around a half a second before he was, like, getting hit. Uh, Pittsburgh's having the same issues. You can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball. Um, it's great for Najee owners if he's going to be targeted 20, 20 times a game. But, um, you, uh, you have to create some buzz on offense, uh. I, I don't have the solution but they they just have to figure out how to block even if you have to start going uh you know six almost seven man protections and just trying to it's 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 ugly out there.
0: Trevor, you into the uh Jaguars game. How's the uh how's <laughs> how's the morale in
2: Jaguar Nation going? you know you know what it's it's always high because uh, as jags fans they don't expect anything good from their team they just want a good atmosphere some beers and a pool in their stadium with russian hookers just stacked with it that's that's what the jags games are all about really but uh, no they they it was a good game uh you know th- obviously they were leading at half with that ridiculous uh uh, field goal attempt uh, by the Cardinals, um, but overall, you know, uh, it, it's good being back and and seeing fans again and being in the stadium like that. So, obviously, expectations are low with the Jags, so they still had a good time. Derek, are the Pats fucked? Are they any good?
3: They're they're all right. They're they're kind of a mediocre team. Um, yeah. We see a lot of we'll get more into it. A lot of really bad play calling to open the year again because this is just, you know what they do. When we always talk about Tom Brady's opening slow. It's because of the play calling. Uh, and we're seeing more of it. And nobody is as good as Tom Brady back behind center yet. Uh,
1: Derek, you and I, I, I don't think we can watch uh, split, split screen, watch our teams again. We both got uh, smacked by double digits. That, that's never happened uh, you know. to, to us at the same day,
3: same time. So uh, It might, might have to be a one and done. It's been a long time since Pittsburgh <laughs> and New England got f- butt-fucked on the same weekend.
2: <laughs> but, but, which team is in worse shape? Cause, I mean, both of them are kind of are not looking good. I'd rather, I'd rather be New England because we're at least
3: trending
0: up. <laughs> so, uh, I posted it today. Um, the uh rookie quarterbacks, we, we we talked a lot about these rookie quarterbacks. I, in the end, I, I said only two of them would be good. Uh, I, and, my, and the, the two guys I have were Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Well. That looks shaky. uh, Trevor Lawrence looks terrible, but between all these guys, they are one and nine overall, and the only one win is uh, Mac Jones beating Zach 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 Wilson, who Zach Wilson doesn't even look like a football player at this point. He he looks so out of sorts. It's and and listen, Justin Fields looks terrible, but at least the Jets have like a fucking serviceable coaching staff. They might be sleeping in hotels for some reason, but it's a serviceable coaching staff. Matt Nagy is an embarrassment. And this this Justin Fields uh, debut, it did not go at all how I thought it would.
3: No, it was embarrassingly bad. And I, there's a few takes you saw on it. Dan Orlovsky Ar- is probably the strongest on that, where it's either negligent or it's intentional. And either way, Matt Nagy should be fired. Like, the fact that we're here Tuesday night and he hasn't been fired yet, just says how bad that organization is.
0: So i i i bet a i bet a four team parlay and i threw three dogs in there um it's money moneyline bets and i liked four dogs this week <laughs> um and the bears were one of them and in the at the last second i pulled it from my parlay and i'm like you know what fuck this i don't trust matt nagy and, and something wrong is just gonna go ba- something just bad something bad's gonna happen to this game and sure enough we 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 fucking saw it like. As of right now, Matt Nagy is still the coach of the Bears, and tomorrow's Wednesday, so likely he's still the coach of the Bears this weekend. This is a shit show. He even threw in Nick Foles' name as a potential starter this week. This guy is so dumb, it's like he can't get any dumber, and the combination of him and what's-his-tits, their GM, Ryan Pace, oh my God. Like, I don't know who's worse. I don't know who's worse. Ryan Pace finally has a good draft, and then... Matt Nagy somehow manages to balance the equation by looking even worse as a head coach.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I remember turning, uh, you know, looking at like fantasy and looking at any score apps to kind of keep pace with the game. Cause, uh, you know, Chicago started up three, nothing. Um, and then I'm looking, it's like midway through the second, I think it's 10, three Browns at the time. And still at that time, Justin Fields is one for one passing. And, uh, and they have, but they're not moving the ball anywhere. So I'm, it's like, what are you guys just running the ball third and long? Like, you know, just like, uh, and I hate, I hate fucking agreeing with Dan Orlovsky, but yes. it's there's some, something brewing and it stinks over in Chicago right now.
3: If you can't, if you can't block the front four, and sometimes they bring in five. If you can't block their defensive line, and you're not bringing in help to chip, you're not keeping it back in. Like, just what the fuck are you doing as a coach? That, that, that's the basics. If your quarterback doesn't have time to throw. Those are the basics. It doesn't matter how many people you you put out in in the pattern if the rush is getting there in one point two seconds. Yeah, it's
1: a very similar situation in Pittsburgh, man. Exact same, you know, maybe not as uh, painful as it was because Justin Fields was harassed and harassed quickly, but it's literally two of the exact same situations going up up front.
2: Yeah, I mean the the Browns has a solid front four uh but i'm not i'm not saying that is any reason why justin field should have you know was was just killed essentially that game did he was he sacked like nine times or something like that sacked something nine absurd. times he had
0: one net total yard
3: oh he he, he got sacked nine times and went hurried an additional four so 13 sacks or hurries on 20 dropbacks.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, completely unacceptable. And this guy is also one of the, the most, probably the most mobile quarterback of this, you know, freshman group or rookie group of uh, quarterbacks. And he still couldn't escape any of that. It's, they, it's an embarrassment out there.
3: They, they drafted him how many months ago? And they don't have any kind of game plan to use the skill
0: set. No, they they literally ran the the Andy Dalton offense with Justin Fields in there. No, no difference in in these offenses. Like I'm I'm with Twitter on this thing, and I I, I do think it's a little bit of a, of a bias that's going into this conspiracy theories. But I'm I'm on the bandwagon that Matt Nagy intentionally looked like shit to to somehow justify. Dude, I, I think Matt Nagy is is Adam Gase bad. Like he he's this toxic force. And the only way you can get rid of this thing is is just get get them out now. What what is what did it help the Jets to keep Adam Gason in the entire the entirety of last year? No it did not. Get the stank out. Like the the, the sooner you open the windows after you take a giant shit, the sooner that shit is going to air out. Like get them out now. Clean house. Get Ryan Pace out of there. They won't because their ownership is fucking dumb. Really dumb.
3: Yeah, and it's it's one of those teams has like a, a strong history strong tradition and i mean as a football fan in general you you really hate to see it yeah um but i'm sure as an nfc north fan you don't mind
0: Does matt Nagy's face does he bother you i i, I remember like the the first year when they when they made it to the playoffs like i kind of was like man this guy's good he went from the andy reed tree like this guy's good and now i look at him and his face bothers me so much I I think I think his face might actually put me off a little, even more than uh, Arthur Smith um for uh the uh Atlanta Falcons who is just just t- a tough guy to look at Arthur Smith
1: Now now looking forward obviously way forward does like terrible performances like this out of Nagy, do you think that can have like any negative impact towards Eric bien and, and his, you know, another guru right under the same tree? Could potentially get, you know, do teams look at that with like a weary look to be like, oh, are you going to be the next Nagy and we're just screwed and we're biting into the, you know, the juicy apple, but it turns out to be poison?
2: I, well, possibly. I mean, what what happen if he goes to uh, USC, which, you know, we're still thinking Urban Meyer still has a chance, right? <laughs>
0: I mean, Biennemi is, uh, you know, the the things that people don't like about Biennemi. He's got like a sexual assault case possibly in his past, and he's got he's got kind of an, an awkward past. Uh, there's a lot to not like about him, but yeah, man, Matt Nagy needs to go. He needs to go now. Um, I don't know what they're waiting for. It drives me nuts. Uh, he's an offensive guru who's never had a good offense in Chicago. Uh, Mitch Trubisky already looks like the goat in Buffalo. I kind of want to see him have like a fucking Ryan Tannehill come back at another team, maybe the Vikings, who knows. Um, (laughs) But that's that's another
3: thing that I I saw a lot of this weekend. It's like, okay, we see what he's doing with Justin Fields. We see what he's done with with Dalton and how bad that offense is. Is Mitch Trubisky bad? So I I saw that question posed a lot. I think he is, but we'll see. (laughs) I, I do too, but I'm willing to give him a little more doubt than I was, you know, through 3 4 weeks ago.
0: He threw for five touchdowns in the preseason against the Bears. <laughs> so um anyways, uh yeah, wild game there. Uh that, that Bears game it just fills me so much with so much anger. We got we got to move on to a happier story because I think it's the story of the week because it was one of these I think this game kind of in cap it just it makes the week cuz this 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 game kind of summarized the flow of the week. Lions Ravens Lions at 17, Ravens at 19, longest field goal in history. Uh, the Lions, have you ever seen a team lose more beautifully than the Lions? They're 0-3. All three of their losses have had a certain like beauty to them. Like, like Mwah! Dan Campbell, I love you. I've never loved an 0-3 coach more than Dan Campbell. I love this guy. Everything about him.
3: He's squeezing every ounce of ability out of that team. Um, I mean it's not a very good roster. We talked about it before this season. They look a lot better than I thought they would. Defense looks serviceable, um, but doing enough on offense, not much at the wide receiver position, but if man, if you're an owner of either one of those running back shares or uh or tight end, you're you're doing okay. I after uh after that game I I was
1: googling the lines about something and I stumbled across this delightful video and it was a huge compilation of bad calls against the Lions that have cost them losses over the years uh, it's like six minutes and I was I was watching it while I was driving uh I think the best part about it although there were some terrible terrible calls against them it's like 60 percent of them were against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and just that, getting all the calls and just screwing the Lions out of wins but uh No, they should have some high expectations after that game, which means they're going to shit the bed next week. Um, But, uh, man, fuck you, Justin Tucker. What a stud he is. My jaw dropped. I was sitting next to Derek. I I couldn't believe it. Like, beautiful, beautiful, fantastic finish. And not just going in, like you said, so lion-esque to hit the post and go up and then find its way in. You know, it's...
3: Oh, he made made that play, and me and Marcus were like, "Oh shit, he's in range!" And as soon as he hit that, I'm like, "He crushed that, like Mm -hmm. absolutely crushed that!" And we're just watching it, watching it, and like we're sitting here high fiving, celebrating. Like, I hate the Ravens, but like such a cool play.
2: It it also just crushed, you know, all the dreams and everything that was in that stadium. Watching those Lions fans just like, you know, celebrating, or like, "Oh, this is we're gonna win this thing. We actually have a chance!" And then the boink and falling in and just watching there's their souls just leave their body. Like, Oh, that's right. We're the fucking lions. This shit happens to us all the time. Uh, that's, I don't know. That that, that was a great one to see. Um, I, I don't know. These two teams are really interesting. They, they have really close games. I mean, are they kind of like the teams that just play up to their competition? I mean, they've had some really close games against some like a wide range of, of teams. But, um, I mean, the Ravens clearly are, are coming out on top, but the Lions just can't, you know, stick it through to the end. But both but are looking pretty good. The
0: Ravens are way True. better than the, than, than, the, than the Lions. I mean, they, they, the fact that this game was even close is a testament to the Lions, I mean, in every way. Um, but, the, yeah, there, there's some things to be worried about, about you know, the, what, what, what the Ravens are, are doing, especially at running back. Like, they, they, they seem like they are a leading candidate for Marlon Mack, in my opinion.
2: Or yeah, I, uh, n- n- is it
3: Marlon Mack? No, no, yeah, mind? no, no, I think Marlon Mack's on the trading block. He's, he's yeah, yeah, healthy scratch. Um, which as the Jonathan Taylor owner thought meant good things for me. Didn't really seem to make a difference. But uh, Marlon Mack has he, he has to end up either there or San Francisco. Like uh, if it's if it's not one of those two teams, I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, I. It's, 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 it has to be the Ravens. <laughs> so, the, but the Lions, we, we talked about how bad the rookie quarterbacks are doing. Everyone needs to take note of what the Lions did because this is how you bring in a quarterback. Bring in a dud like Goff to just look terrible for the entire year. In the meantime, go out and draft your guys. Draft guys like Sewell. Draft guys in the, in the defensive trenches. Build the house before you throw a fucking family in there. The, these other teams. Like, look at the Jets. I mean, that's that's that that house has no walls, it has no roof. They're throwing Zach Wilson to that motherfucker. It's it's just a it's just I mean, a concrete slab with, with and it's raining on him.
3: The Justin Fields thing's perfect. I mean, you got you take a guy in the first round, he drops back twenty times and gets hit thirteen of them. If that's not you don't want a Derek Carr, or your or your oh, I'm sorry, David Carr, your your potential franchise guy, and you know have him get sacked a hundred times. You. Just suck another year. Like the offensive lineman isn't going to all of a sudden get you net wins. Like just get some studs in the trenches and and suck again. But that that goes with, you know, the ownership needs to commit to that coach for two, three years. There can't be pressure to win today because then you're gonna get a guy making, you know, really bad short term decisions. Oh,
0: Dan Campbell will be the coach of the Lions long
3: after we're dead. Oh, I I love everything about Dan Campbell, man. And you can just tell it's a guy who's just so fucking invested. Yeah, he when when that field goal gets hit, he one is smirking because he's like, "Of course, we're the fucking Lions, and this is happening to us." But two, like you can just tell how much it's like affected his soul. Like you like to see a guy who's, who's battling with his guys like that.
0: Yeah, he he's, he's, he seems like the type of coach that'd be like, toughen up, pussy. Yeah. But then, like, if you broke up with your girlfriend, he'd, like, set aside his whole afternoon to talk to you about it. Yeah, that's, the right. <laughs> guy, that's the type of guy that that, Mac, that Dan Campbell is. I've seen a million guys like this. Like, he's really hard, but he seems like he's like, brother, you seem like you didn't have it all today at the meeting. Oh, you got anything to talk about? And he's actually, like, super, like... <laughs> Super, like, insightful. Like, oh, seems like you need to figure out yourself before you invest in a relationship, brother. Make sure you love yourself first. Love yourself. Love yourself. And then you'll find that you can love others. <laughs> Dan Campbell. Oh, man. I, I love him. I am I, 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 kind of obsessed with this guy. I'm obsessed with Dan Campbell. Like, Marcus is obsessed with Cliff Kingsbury. But actually, for good reasons. <laughs>
3: I mean, speaking of Kingsbury, how about that 68-yard field goal?
0: Yeah, so this Jaguars game is is, is a weird mess for a lot of reasons, mostly because now that, now that the Vikings kind of annihilated Seattle, we know that they're good. So that, that Cardinals win looks even better against the Vikings. Um, 12 points against the Jags. I mean, they, they should have just annihilated this team. They weirdly kept them in play. But, yes, a 68-yard kick in jacksonville the sweatiest fucking city in america uh oh. low elevation like your drives are going at an average like 50 yards le- less and in, in jacksonville it's it's
2: a shitty place yeah but i mean I, I, so i was right there in that corner end zone just, just filming that thing and uh i mean it got it got somewhat close um but still people were like looking at this like what's what's he doing there's no way this is gonna happen everyone's just like Look! Look at Agnew down there. He's sitting there. He already ran one back for a touchdown earlier in the season. So, like, the guy's pretty good. And then they go and take it back. Um, that's the only reason why the Jags were even close. I think we called this earlier uh, or la- last week. Say, you know, take take the uh, you know take the Arizona cover. I was a little worried early in that game, but they came back and they looked good. I'll tell you what, Kyler Murray um, looks amazing. Like actually seeing him in person. This dude is so quick; like no one can catch him. He makes one quick move. He's he's tiny; like he's like a little action figure out there. But damn, he looks amazing. But uh, I don't know. I, anyone else think that uh, Kyler Murray can uh, can take the MVP? Um,
1: he should be. Um, the numbers are there. The talent's there, and obviously everyone's going to be a little bit more uh, more hyped about um, you know the Cardinals making a push. So you know going from like eight and eight to possibly winning the division will
2: uh, um, pump those votes up. Yeah. He's, he's also tied to first in rushing TDs out there. He's got three of them. Um, So, I mean, he's running it in, he's passing. Uh, Deandre Huttabin didn't look that great that game, but um, he still had plenty of options out there. And I I just, I'm excited to watch Kyler continue to just tear apart players this year. So, um, Great game, sweaty, sweaty game, but uh, it was definitely a fun one to watch. Um, but other than that, what about the other quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, on that side? I mean, we're talking about one good guy. MVP talks, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I think he's on on pace for what thirty nine interceptions this season. That's brutal. Like, is anyone else you know kind of worried about this, or is this just Urban sucking and this team just is just really bad? This team is I mean, horrible.
3: It's it's terrible on roster. They lose their you know their stud running back before the season even starts. I think Urban Meyer's terrible, um, and uh, that gives you know Trevor Lawrence a little cover. But at the same time, if this Urban Meyer thing lasts two three years, that's uh, enough to kill his development.
0: Yeah, like so. So the teams that we all said were going to be the worst teams in the league are all the worst teams in the league. It's so obvious. The Lions, the Jags, Houston and uh, the Jets, and uh, and I'm, I'm missing a team. Uh, but they're Giants. all, yeah, they, no, well, I mean, so you, some of you guys <laughs> went in the division. I was, well, okay. I was really high on them. Yeah, <laughs> I,
3: I, thought, I thought they had it. That's before their entire offensive line retired.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they, these are just really <laughs> bad rosters. Trevor Lawrence is really bad, and we, we talked about it. Um, th- this is what I was talking about. Like, why get rid of Gardner Minshew? We you knew you knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to be just destroyed this year. Like keep Gardner Minshew in, in there for a year. Who cares? He's a fucking serviceable guy. He puts butts in seats. They traded him for nothing.
2: It was a pointless trade. He he is still he is still the the leading uh, jersey that is being worn in that stadium to this date, and I can attest to that. I mean, I even saw strong mustaches still going on in in efforts for him. Yeah.
3: He's he's a Jacksonville like. Prototype. If you're like, oh man, I want to make an NFL quarterback that embodies Jacksonville, Florida. Like Minshew's was, to get spit out. There's no way around that. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, it kind of kind of looks like the game is almost too. I don't say too fast for Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, he's just he looks out of sorts, man. It's just terrible throws. You know, it's, it's a lot different when he doesn't have the uh, you know the best athletes in the in the league surrounding him. Right. Um, you know, and not to toot my own horn, but. Looks like I was right about Trevor Lawrence, but yeah, like we have, the time will tell. Yeah,
3: yeah the but one, that was the caveat on that was oh, was Justin Fields, who, if we're gonna be completely fair and unbiased here, looks like dog shit too. Yeah. No, yeah. no fault of his said. own. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. No, the one thing I will say about Trevor Lawrence, like he has no person to throw the ball like on his checkdowns. I mean, obviously Robinson had a had a much better game this game compared to his first two. They have their tight ends are awful.
3: Like they, That's why and, they traded I mean, for Dan Arnold.
2: I know a trade away that will form first rounder or a cornerback, which oh, yeah. was one of the have one of the worst, you know, back defensive back group in the league. Like it is, I don't know. It's a shit show going down in Jacksonville, which is awesome. I love it. It's everything the Jags fans deserve. All right, guys, we've
0: talked f- five minutes too long about Jacksonville. Let's, let's move on that game. That game was uninteresting on a thousand different levels. I'm glad you had fun, Trevor, but that was, that was just an uninteresting game, on all levels, <laughs> Uh, let's move on to an amazing game, which was, uh, Sunday night football. Holy shit. If you want to talk about a game that had it all, um, I honestly just confirmed everything that I knew about both these teams too. Uh, and actually kind of reaffirmed some of the things that maybe I was starting to doubt, like things I was starting to doubt is George, George Kittle starting to slip from the game plan. Uh, George Kittle is a fucking freak. Did you see him in the fourth quarter? when he was just battling like a fucking Spartan warrior, getting every yard. God, he is so
2: good. He is such an animal, man. He's such a beast. Needs more looks. I mean, this is the first week that he actually, you know, got more than, what, five targets? Like, you need to get that guy eight to ten targets a game minimum. Um, It finally split up his, you know, uh, looks away from Debo Samuel. Ayuk got in there a little bit. Uh, Niners Niners look good, but... You can't give Aaron Rodgers any time on the clock.
0: Their defense is so their defense is so good. Armstead, uh, fucking uh, Bosa, uh, mm-hmm. so good. And Trent Williams is a monster. Oh my god, Trent Williams at what age? Thirty five? How fucking old is that guy? He looks better than ever. Um, the, yeah. Trent, the the ers ers they they got everything except for running back and quarterback.
2: No, nah, well, no. Look, that secondary is is suspect. I mean, that's that's one place that they can be picked apart on. Um, but the only their only saving grace is that front four getting pressure on the quarterback. But the Packers had their you know had had the game plan: get the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands quick and get it to the open man fast, and it worked out I pretty mean, well. Is their secondary that bad? They they played Aaron
0: Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers looked good, but he didn't look that good. I mean, if if you look at his yards, like he he made some clutch plays, but just a, a week prior. Held Jalen Hurts to 190 yards, and the week prior to that, Jared Goff had every fucking yard he had in garbage time. I think this. I think this defense is is insanely good.
2: Uh, yeah, well, all I know is that the 49ers signed this guy named Buster Scrimed, to cornerback, just a, a few moments ago. I have no idea who that dude is. And and Norman's going to go out with some type of, you know, long bruise injury. I'm still suspect on that defense, on that, on that secondary. I think that's the way to beat them. I think that's what we saw, but not everyone is Aaron Rodgers. So it's a kind of a hard sample size if you look at last game, but I, I like where the 49ers are at being a 49ers fan, but God damn, that was brutal.
1: All the way down um, to the last. Buster is actually a pretty solid player. He made a Pro Bowl a few years back, and then uh, Cleveland and Cleveland fashioned outpaid him what he's worth by a ton. And then he didn't play; got hurt a couple years. Uh, solid, solid fill for sure with him.
2: Yeah. Buster, makes you feel better,
0: Buster Scrimes, It sounds like a '40s baseball player, Buster Scrims, <laughs> the, the king of the midway. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he seems like a fake player. that, that that's a that's a Madden <laughs> default generated player. I think. <laughs> but yeah. yeah that game had it all uh mason crosby that the, the packers just showed me that that's everything the vikings can never do is drill that fucking last second thing and aaron Rodgers, he's just incredible man and then him at the end of the game how can you not get romantic about football like shut up aaron Rodgers. quit being so awesome why do i hate that why do i love to hate that guy so much or hate to Was love he? him i hate Was to love through-
2: him was he throwing shade at the Niners there because they didn't draft him? Is he still hung up on that, or was that some type of other like weird, inconceived joke? I, di- I didn't get it. Like, well, he's
1: oh, he okay. still he's still hung up because I think uh, yesterday uh, or before the game, it came out that that was the team that he wanted to sign with, that he was interested in signing with. So now it's pointing at like Jimmy G's like this is a bitch you want to keep up with. Um, yeah, it's also
3: was- a Moneyball quote.
1: Well great it's a, good, not a great baseball movie, but um you know it's fun it was funny. Like Aaron was like jogging off the field after that last play, knowing that they were gonna make the kick. And I, I think the thing that did kind of bother me was when they cut over to Jimmy G, it, like his hair was like gelled. It looked like he was ready for like a post game photo shoot. I'm like, how the fuck did you just Dude, play a game and- Jimmy G's
0: sexy. I mean, he might look bad on the on the football field. Even oh, it, even in a loss, every team is rushing to that fucking locker room to catch Jimmy G in the shower. Man, I'll bet, I'll bet, dude, just bring like a like a GoPro in there, film a commercial, throw it up on fucking YouPorn. Like, dude, you ah, Jimmy G, he's horrible I on the football noticed, field, great in the showers.
3: I even noticed around the edge of his hairline, he had a little salt and pepper creeping in. Oh, like oh, you good looking son
0: of a he, bitch. He's a beautiful man. He's, <laughs> his skin is so olive I wish he was better at quarterback, but he's not. Is, he's so is, bad.
1: He's going to be the George Clooney of football players, of quarterbacks especially.
2: Jimmy GQ, man. It's good looking, dude. Head, head and shoulders is drooling right now. They're yep. looking at their next post person.
0: Oh, no. They they, they want nothing to do with Jimmy G because you got to be good <laughs> in both facets. But, uh, yeah, Jimmy G, it's it's easy to see why that guy's banging porn stars. And he he is. He's too good looking. to Everyone gets a thing. Everyone gets one thing. Peyton Manning, I mean, he looks like something that crawled out of a cave. Uh, with a club, um, and that's why he's one of the greatest of all time. Tom Brady, I think it's a lot of surgery involved in that. I think he got one thing, and then he just, he found a way to manufacture it. Uh, maybe a few packs with Satan, um, a couple different things. But yeah, you. He can't, also have, you still can't kisses
3: his seven year old dad. So
0: kisses his seven year old dad drains the energy out of his seven year old son. Uh, Tom Brady's got a method to his madness. He, he he only got one thing, too, but he's stealing the other things. Pax was saying in all the other things. <laughs> but Vikings-Seahawks uh, called it all week, uh, uh, and I, 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 I just knew this was going to happen. I was scared as fuck in the first half. I'm not going to lie. Marcus was there to witness it. It looked like they were just having their way with our defense, but Vikings... This Seahawks team is very, very flawed. Russell Wilson is playing the best football of his career. This is the worst defense Russell Wilson has ever had, and it's alarming. It's fucking alarming.
1: It's kind of scary because that defense was bad three years ago, and every year you kind of hope that they will get at least as good or get better, and they get worse every single year.
0: Bro, it is so bad. You just want to know how to beat the Seahawks? Run it down their fucking throat. They cannot stop you. They cannot stop
3: you. It's almost like breaking the bank on a pass rushing safety is a bad idea.
0: Oh, bro. If they had Dalvin Cook, it would have been even worse. Dalvin Cook would have had 150 yards and Alexander Madison probably still would have had 70 yards. They would have just ran it right down their fucking throats. Um, Alexander Madison's really good. It's really sad, man. Russell Wilson is better than he's ever been. Did you see he had 142 quarterback rating going into this game? It's probably even better because he still played a good game. But holy fuck, this team sucks. They're not making the playoffs. I'll say it right now. Seahawks are not making the playoffs. They're not good enough.
2: Yeah, and well, and especially in that division too. They'd have to make a wild card spot. There's no way that that's going to happen. They're going to get beat up out there. And yeah, that's that that team is is rough. I mean, I don't feel bad for Russell Wilson being a 49ers fan, and he's got he's got amazing offensive weapons. But you're right, they're not going to be able to stop anybody. I think the worst ru- uh, rushing defense in the league right now. So yeah, so start any any running back uh, that's going to be facing them. Um, by the way, I love Madison. Yeah, oh, Madison's good. Face. He could start for a lot of teams right now.
1: You know, you know, for for a lot of the uh, backdoor covers, fuck you, Bucks, and uh, some some interesting struggles and weird plays that have been going on. Um, a lot of my preseason predictions are starting to uh, feel like they're heading in the right direction, uh, i.e., Seattle finishing fourth in that division, which I know a couple other people had them either winning or coming in second.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's wait, so <laughs> Marcus keeps freezing. And at really, really funny angles. (laughs) Uh, But say that again, Marcus. Just some of
1: my preseason predictions are starting to look really good. Um, And one of them being right now, Seattle being fourth in the division. Um, And obviously not being a playoff team, but they were my uh, finish last there in the West.
0: Yeah, they do not look good. Um, They got to get that defense in order. And uh, yeah, they have it all on the offense. Uh, but the turning point in that game was the second that Carson went out, they were done. The second that they couldn't run anymore against the Vikings, they, they were done. So they they absolutely need Chris Carson, and he gets hurt a lot, so that's pretty worrisome. Uh, Rams, Bucks, you see uh, Brady at the end of the game, uh, mouthing, uh, cocksucker, motherfucker. Did anyone <laughs> see that? Yeah, nah. I did.
3: I, that's such a – he brought a little bit of New England with him down in Tampa.
0: Oh no this is this is the new this is the new uh angry Tom Brady. I love it. This is yeah, this, for sure. this this ain't your grandfather's fucking Tom Brady. This is the brand new like fuck it, we lost this game. I didn't even see did he shake Matt Stafford's hand at the end? I hope he didn't.
3: I don't know actually. I just uh, I, I just felt good knowing that to me that was a super obvious outcome. I mean, the one thing that Brady has never been able to handle is inside pressure and I knew Aaron Donald's and get in his fucking ass.
2: Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about the Rams though. Is, is this the best team in the NFL right now? Yes. I mean they they look unstoppable. They are. I mean on bo- on both sides of the ball, like it is. It's. I mean Jalen Rams is looking at another All Pro year. No one can stop Aaron Donald unless you're triple teaming him. Um, and if Matt Stafford is, is right where he needs to be. Like, dear God, like, I mean, he's he's looking just ecstatic. They,
1: they, they feel like one of the most complete teams that we've gotten to see in a while. Um, I really wish we could have gotten to see uh, Cam Akers sitting there healthy right now. Um, but yeah, I mean... Having two All Pros, first team All Pros on the defensive line and in the secondary, it's insane. Uh, what do you do? And you know, we, we can't praise Aaron Donald enough. What a fucking monster! It's every single play, every single play he's disrupting. He's he's it's a beautiful thing to watch, man. He's he's a specimen.
0: He's better than ever. He's already the greatest defensive tackle of all time. Of all time, I, I'm prepared to say it.
3: So, how much do we think w- it would take uh, for him to make a legitimate? Run at an MVP.
0: Uh, it, it, it'll never happen. He,
3: he, I know, but the, to me, that. that's the that's the litmus test. Like, if it can't happen, it's going to be Aaron Donald.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just don't it's, think, it's true. It's just, just, don't think it 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 just never going to happen. They they just need to move that award to. They they need to separate quarterbacks and then the rest of them. But yeah. well, he.
2: The one thing he does have a shout out is uh number one on the NFL 100 list that they do every single year like the I mean voted by the players, I think players realize like this dude is just absolutely amazing <laughs> like yeah. that's that is the guy that you <laughs> that you want to rally behind uh, uh it's I, I i I hate to watch and this team do great, but they are they're gonna run through that division. It's just uh who's gonna finish second out there? But um, but Drew, I know this is guys close to your heart, Cooper Cup. Like, what is this? This guy is playing lights out. And if if anyone has him on your fantasy team, like you, you better be number one or number two because he's just tearing it up. I mean, is that sustainable? What's your thoughts on Cooper Cup? There, Drew. I know, if, I know, you got a little. If, if he's
0: healthy, it's one hundred percent sustainable. The problem with Cooper Cup is he never stays healthy. Um, Cooper Cup. All right, so the, the, this separating. All the, separating quarterbacks in fantasy and PPR, uh standard PPR leagues, Cooper Cup has ninety one points and then Derrick Henry at seventy seven at, at as second for, for every other player besides quarterbacks. That is fucking insane. That is absolutely insane. He he is absolutely crushing the field. He's averaging thirty points a game. There's no signs that this is ever gonna let up. He he has such a connection with, with uh with Matt Stafford, and he, it's only getting better because they use him in big moments. If, if you watch that game, like, when it's third down and they need the yardage, they go to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, like, in Minnesota with Thielen, like, in very, like, clutch, crucial third and mid-long uh, goal line, that's where they go, but, um Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I really like seeing this out of Matt Safford this year. Um, obviously, I, I talked him as like a you know dark horse for uh, MVP. I just didn't think that they would be, he'd be able to put up the, the the necessary numbers. But that's that's blown me away the most. I think this the statistical output. But he's incredible, man, and uh, uh, they're they're going to be a fun fun team to watch.
0: Yes, they are. Yes, they are. But. Uh... Yeah, it's that 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 game. I mean, the Bucks. All it's going to do is just make the Bucks that much more angrier when they go and just bitch slap the Patriots next week. It's gonna, it's coming, Derek. The the, the 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 Bucks are coming hard next you week. To, you don't have
2: to tell me. It's gonna be bad. No, it's it's, it's going to be Brady. You just like hate fuck of the ex-girlfriend. Just like where you're just, like, you just don't stop. It's just straight up like screaming. You know, she just like, you know, gets, it gets a little upset a little bit. You're like, no, just put her Jesus. head right down on the pillow. Like it is going to be. What this is graphic. This, sorry, is sorry, graphic. Very graphic. I, I think it's, it's going to be one. I, uh, the Patriots Tell us how you are. really feel. <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't Devin. like the Patriots. <laughs> I Devin. don't
3: like BB. Devin McCordy yesterday is already like, "Hey, we're not in a good spot for this right now." Like just just so <laughs> everybody's like on the same page and like is aware of what's coming. Like we're not in a good spot right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones is going to get eaten alive. It's going to be a really brutal game. Um if if anybody can coach their team up to par though, it is uh BB must watch TV. I I honestly will we'll talk about it on on this week's pod, but I I can't wait for that game. It's going to be amazing. But yeah, uh Brady's mad. Um, really, really mad. And he realizes now that he's not the best team in the NFC. Not even close. Rams are, Rams should have won that game by way more. They coasted towards the end. They're way better. They had, they, they, they had their will with this Bucks team. And this team is, this team is really flawed. Their secondary so bad. Their yeah. front seven so good. But if you can just pass it quickly, like they were doing they're they're just, they're way better.
2: Well, Bugs. Bugs are, uh, I saw, isn't uh, working at Richard Sherman right now?
1: Yeah, he's actually visiting. But isn't it kind of, like, wild to say that, like, uh, you know, obviously the one-two teams in the the NFC, that it could have been, should have been a bigger blowout, and we're talking a garbage time touchdown at the end of the game, and it's still a double-digit game? Like talking about yeah. beating the you know the defending Super Bowl champions by potentially three four scores, <laughs>
0: a garbage yeah. time touchdown that looked like possibly Bernard would be out for the year. He hyper extended his knee. That was ugly. He's he's fine, but that looked bad.
2: Yeah. Well, that that team you couldn't rush the ball at all that game. Um, I feel. I mean, I, I just can't. We can't. I don't think we can say more about how good the Rams look. Like that team is just absolutely unstoppable. <clears throat>
1: Chargers, Rams, Super Bowl in LA. Both home teams, both away teams. Bring
2: so is uh <laughs> is Tom Brady the
3: oldest player to lead his team in rushing? I feel mm-hmm. like I can't like how many how many running backs have played in their forties? Like I feel like he's gotta be up there. Unless it was like a blanda uh, like fifty six years old or whatever. But yeah, Tom Brady had fourteen yards rushing, which led the Buccaneers Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. Just shows how good the, the Rams are. On defense, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, dude my my must watch team. This is the team you you gotta watch every single fucking year is or every single week is the Saints, the cardiac Saints. Don't know <laughs> what you're gonna get out of this fucking team. Jameis Winston is <laughs> must see TV. This guy is having the weirdest season ever. I mean, what week one? I think he had four touchdowns and like 170 yards or something like that. Like what? James Winston is hilarious. He he looks so bad, yet so good. And I don't really know what to take of this team. Is the defense good? Is it bad? They got shredded by Carolina last week. What is this team? What is the Saints?
1: Consistently inconsistent, I think, is uh, what it's going to be. I th- they're going to be one of like the hardest teams, I think, to bet on. Because, uh, you, A, you're not going to know which Jameis is going to show up and that changes everything. But obviously like what's going to go on with the defense because um, weeks one and three looked incredible. Um, um, you know, obviously the past kind of helped, but um, you know, the, they shit on Aaron Rodgers, who now it looks like he's ready to re, uh, regain his MVP form. Yeah. Uh, who, who knows with him? Who knows?
3: I'll tell yeah. you, I watched every play of the game. Uh, the saints did not look that impressive Honestly, the Pats look really fucking bad, <laughs> like really bad. Uh, play calling was all over the fucking place, just super vanilla. And they get in these kind of ruts earlier in the season where I almost feel like Josh McDaniels is just like too cocky and doesn't want to show all his super secret, like we're going to fuck over the Ravens plays because it's, it's literally run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down, throw a pass that's half the distance to the first down marker on third down, punt. Like he, he gets in these ruts and it's just a lot of Tom Brady is, you know, bad early starts in seasons were just like really vanilla play calling from Josh McDaniels. and I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, he was, he I'm was probably, getting
0: shredded. He was getting shredded on Twitter and Reddit, uh, apparently really bad, just goal line and like, like red zone play calls. Like it, it had the vibe of like ask Madden. It's like, what what
3: showed up in the, the top left corner of Ask Madden? And that's what he was calling. That's a great. I, I don't.
1: I don't even remember seeing like a uh, like a downfield pass until probably end of the third, early fourth quarter, like fifteen yards, even just an incomplete pass, like not even an attempt.
3: They didn't push the ball at all the entire fucking game. I think, this, I they're, think- they're, they're they're trying to baby Mac Jones to the point where like they're making him like inept. They're not letting him do anything. It's it's. I don't know if you're going to babysit him all year, then then like why even play him.
2: Yeah, we'll give credit to the Saints, you know, secondary. I mean, they look what they did. Aaron Rodgers the first uh, first week, even though that was, you know, you know, he didn't have the preseason and whatnot. But I mean, they they look pretty good. I mean, Lattimore back there. I mean, they're I, I like the Saints D. Uh, I, I just I just think it's so entertaining to watch Jameis just continue to do Jameis things and just chuck the ball up without knowing if anyone's back there. I, I, can't tell you. Like, we'll, we'll I see you uh, –
3: I can't say how many times I've seen a, a player throw a touchdown pass and come off and get fucking chewed out by his entire sideline. <laughs> oh, that was bad, man. Yeah,
1: well, yeah and, and, and you know I'm glad you brought up Lattimore. I think that's a, um, an interesting thing to watch. He, he just got arrested for a felony this season, but obviously hasn't missed a single bit of playing time. So that one's still up in the air. So you know, if, it, obviously a fantastic player, but missing a piece like that down the stretch, you know, that that could have a huge impact on Dude, which uh, Saints defense shows shot- up.
0: Sean Payton's tits are looking really, really nice these days. They are full. They're man, those those bad boys have blossomed. Uh, I, I, I a couple of years ago, I noticed all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, Sean Payton's gained a little weight this year." Oh boy! And I think I think the fatter Sean Payton gets, the better this team's gonna get. So I want to see like Mike McCarthy by the end of the year. Like, but Mike McCarthy's got more of like a dad bod. Like he distributes it more to his belly. Dude, I really enjoy that Sean Payton. He's got like full breasts. And he he tried he's got luckily for him, he's got really good slimming black and gold colors that he can wear. So good for him for choosing the Saints and sticking with the Saints. But yeah, I, I think we're gonna see Sean Payton's breasts just continue to blossom throughout the season, and with it, Jameis is passing. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> In, in, in uh, any comments about Sean well, where, Payton's where breasts,
3: I, where do I start to dissect that? I don't even.
0: Know. Uh, well, uh, no, uh, he definitely. How shapely would you like to see Sean Payton's breasts? I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I I want to see him just just really hanging out there. Maybe maybe all of a sudden we see like his breasts look a little bit too contained, and we think, is he wearing a man's ear? You know what I'm saying? Is Sean Payton sporting a dude bra? Uh, and that's 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 when the Saints are going to start to lose is when if he tries to contain those milk monsters. Well, well, I I think
1: we could. Uh, I think, Trevor, I think your brother might might need to uh, make a, uh, a corn fit for uh, Sean Payton and see if he'll rock it out on the uh, on the field. Because we know that those breasts will be supple at that point. Something that can oh. accentuate
2: the breasts. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I think we'll get some for Jameis Winston, too, because, uh, you know, he's actually he's, no, he's slimmed, slimmed down a bit. But that that waistline is actually, you know, he's got a little bubble booty back there, too. Did you see that know. moment
0: Let's... in the pregame when uh, so Jameis doesn't even give the the pregame warm up speeches anymore? But uh, there was someone the guy was like, look to the guy next to you. He was doing like one of those fucking cliche speeches. And Jameis had his arm around a guy and he like he like awkwardly like leaned down and like looked in the guy's face. It's really funny if you didn't see it. It was, like a,
3: it was like a slot receiver. who's was like <laughs> eight inches shorter than he is.
0: <laughs> Jameis is hilarious, man. I, I'm sorry. Like he has got to be such a fun teammate to have on your team. Like he's so funny. And, and dude, the guy's such a hard worker. I just can't stop rooting for the guy. I really want him to succeed, but he is not succeeding this year. He really is. He, he looks shaky as fuck. But with that being said, the saints next week, they will be back at the Superdome. I have Jameis in my fantasy team. I think Jameis is a must start next week against the Giants.
3: I think everybody's a must start against the Giants.
0: But so. especially just go, going back to the Superdome, it, it, it's going to have like a little bit of yeah, a... I agree. Yeah, it's going to have a little bit of a like, a, you know, it's not, it wasn't as bad as Katrina, but New Orleans got fucked up. So it's going to be one of these vibes where like the fans are super into the game and I, I could see Jameis just, just balling out.
1: Yeah. Is, is is this gonna is that the uh, is that game gonna be kind of like the the return to shitting on Danny Dimes because finally got a little bit of slack uh, with some of the struggles about having nothing around him, um, but now you know going into New Orleans and a huge like you said a huge game he, you have to imagine two three four turnovers and just like a big ugly blowout by the Saints. I'll and, say uh, and I, shitting on Danny Dimes again.
3: I have a fully functioning internet browser with the ability to search. Uh, so you type in. ESPN, New York Giants depth chart. And then you look at it and you're like, okay, none of this is Danny Dimes' fault. Like that is one of the worst rosters ever composed in the National Football League.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really, really bad. And you, you can't blame Danny Dimes for it, but you know what I do blame Danny Dimes for it? it they, I think they only scored 14 points against Atlanta last week. And Arthur Smith, a guy who is very, very hard to look at. I, 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 You can't see what we're looking at right now on the podcast, but I am flashing images as we speak of Arthur Smith. Uh, this is a guy you cannot, you can't be inspired by this man. He is a weird looking dude. Um, he's not the guy you want leading your franchise, uh, but only scored 14 points against this team. They lose to the Falcons. Come on, Giants. Come Arthur, on.
3: if you ever hear this, I think you would uh, be really well served by a beard. Like you got to cover that weak chin up.
0: Yes, for sure, man. He what? What's that? He looks like one of those. It's like a Benula monkey or uh, he, bonobo. Yeah, bonobo. bonobo. He he looks like a bonobo monkey. He's got a very oval face. And if you're listening to this right now, Google Arthur Smith and try not to laugh as as we describe this this very odd. He, you know, you know what I want to do with Arthur Smith. I want to draw him. Like think about it with a pencil, you could very easily just just a little a simple oval, the little tiny butthole eyes, and, uh, and not just, not
3: only does he have an incredibly weak chin, but look how far down his head his face is. Yes, like it's abnormally low on his head.
0: It, it's it's like if 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 Shrek turned into a human, except for none of his ogre qualities turned back into human qualities. They just stayed exactly like they are, and now he's just peach. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like. Sorry, it's like the drunk, I'll, the, I'll, the I'll, drunk,
1: the drunken, uh, drug addicted cousin on like, um, everybody loves Raymond. Hey, can I get a few dollars? Yep,
0: Man, Arthur Smith. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, Danny dimes, you're right. He's going to get annihilated next week with the saints. And, uh, that was an ugly showing against Atlanta, but good for Atlanta. They, they, uh, they're, they're ready to break out this year. They, they're looking good. <laughs> they look worse than ever. Um, but we got to talk about Zach Wilson. He gets worse and worse every week. But you can't talk about Zach Wilson without talking about the Broncos. 26-0, they, they, the Broncos are just taking care of business. The problem is they played the Jets, the Giants, and the Jags, who are 0-9 on the season. Um, what to make of this Broncos team? Nobody even knows who they are. They are destroying the teams that they're playing, so you got to give it to them. But what, what are we going to see when they actually have to play competition like they do this week?
1: kind of what you always expect with like Teddy B teams play some good defense and kind of, um, you know, nothing flashy. Like sometimes they'll just randomly put up 20, 30 points in a game where it's needed. Uh, but there are, you know, it's always been comfortable dialing it down with him. Never like a, th- you know, embarrassed teams, put the th- a foot on the throat, unless the defense plays that good. Uh, that's always been like MOs of, um, uh, Teddy B teams. Uh, don't turn the ball over, play sound defense, run the ball. Um, I, I, like they—they I, can't contend with like the Chargers. I don't see that, but they're—they're play—they're gonna be a playoff-bound
0: team. They can beat the Ravens, right? They could oh, definitely but... beat the Ravens next week. I—I I, I love the Broncos, and and yeah, they're getting some flack because the their opponents are zero and nine. That defense is fucking good, really, 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 really fucking good. Um, and you're right, they just need to play sound, like just decent offense. They don't even have their best receivers. Like they, they this team is kind of decimated. Uh, in terms of weapons on the offensive side, but they're 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 good. They're a good team.
1: Yeah, probably the uh, second best rookie cornerback out of that draft over there too, and uh, not JC Horn. Right, we got the Asante Samuel. Whew. I'm going to
0: keep trying to push into that game. What a, what a playmaker that kid is. Yes, yes he is. Yes he is. That interception was insane. But we got to close it out with the Bills uh, at Washington. Um, this game kind of just affirmed the things that I saw kind of developing last week. Washington's defense is no good. Um, and I by the way, I'm the only one on our NFC East podcast that picked the Cowboys. Uh, some people picked the Giants, some people picked Washington. Washington is no good. And and it's not because of Taylor Taylor Haneke did not have his best game. They would have looked just as bad with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, you can't win with, with the way that this defense is playing. Um, and, uh, uh, is there some trouble a Bruin though on Buffalo looked like Devin Singletary was a guy. Now all of a sudden Zach Moss g- is getting the majority of the carries. Like, is, is there anything to worry about there?
2: No, it's, it's going to keep trading off. going to, going to go to the hot hand. I don't think you can lean on any one of those two guys to be a solid, like RB one, even though if you give it to one of those guys, like they could be, they're just going to continue to split carries until one get hurt. One gets hurt. But, uh, I mean, I, 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 if you're in fantasy, I'd stay away kind of from if that's like your main option. But uh, they do look absolutely amazing, and I'm glad that they're they're looking good because, you know, the New Yorkers need something to cheer for because those other teams are just god-awful. So do you if have any, Devin Singletary? Any team
1: deserves a Super Bowl is Buffalo. Those fucking yes. fans out there, what they've suffered through. Um, Buffalo's kind of weirdly more like – complete well-rounded than I would have given them credit for and have given them credit for Uh kind of like Minnesota's defense with like weird, weirdly opportunistic, man. They're just making right plays, getting shit done. And John, I don't know what else you can really say about Josh Allen. What a stud, what a stud he's been.
0: Trevor, do you have Devin Singletary in either the leagues? Cause your, your defense of him is weird. It's, it, it, it seems, it seems very concerning the, the the Zach Moss rise, cause it's been the last two weeks
2: in pretty much the last six quarters. No, no, I have Zach Moss. That's why I'm being a pessimist here. Oh no. So it, like I'm 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 still kind of fading him in means of like I, I just can't trust that 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 backfield because they always switch off. Like the hot hand always gets it, and that always tends to trade hands.
3: Here's the deal. Zach Moss gets the goal line carries. Yes. So if you have the if you have the vulture who's already already has that secured and then he's starting to get a better share of the middle of the field, that's the guy. It's not Singletary because even if Singletary pops off in the middle of the field, like Moss is getting the goal line carry.
0: Yeah, I've been vocal. I don't like Zach Moss on a talent perspective, but the way they use him, I like him a lot. And I'm ready to elevate Zach Moss again as a borderline RB2, uh, solid flex. Um, So, yeah, you're you're right. They they are going to continue to play Devin Singletary, but he's never going to get the goal line carries. And this
2: Buffalo offense is so good, they're going to have a lot of goal line opportunities. So I think Zach Moss is going to be good. But then it's still Josh Allen who's going to vulture away from his his running backs as well. So, like, you're still going to have that threat, which is a legitimate threat. Because look at what Josh Allen has done from rushing TDs the past few years. So, like, I I just, I don't know. I think it's it's too early to kind of get high on him. But uh, I I see where the optimism is there. So I I see it, but I'm still not going to go for it. You see it, but you don't see it. You don't fucking see it. No blind is on, bro. I'm putting on my blinders. Josh Allen only sure. has one rushing touchdown
1: this year. It's notable. You want to talk about being high on somebody? Let's talk about being low on somebody. And I hate to say I told you so, but no, you don't. Let's pick it. Let, let, yeah, no. Let's let's pick a game here. I think. Does anyone want to take an over under on when Chase Young will record his first sack of the season?
0: <laughs> oh, I, probably next week. I think. I think. I I don't know. It's,
1: it's they they need to figure out something something fast over there.
0: Yeah, Washington lo- doesn't look good as a whole. Um And uh, I yeah I, I I didn't really they won seven games last year and somehow they're everyone's darlings going into this year. I I didn't really see it.
1: Yeah, R- Ryan Kerrigan's still a big miss. That everyone Huge always miss. forgets about like the missing pieces when pieces leave. People just forget that they're actually really important.
0: Yep.
3: Um, but um, so, I, for me. I, I was willing to take somebody besides the Cowboys in that division because the Cowboys to me are so much like the Browns where it's like, yeah, you look at the roster and the roster's good. They should be the best team in the division, but for some reason they always figure out a way to fuck it up and that to me, that's the Cowboys, but the Cowboys seem to be putting it all together.
0: Yep. And speaking of the Cowboys, uh, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't close out because we, we, we normally record these on Monday. We got delayed this week, so we might as well talk about the Monday night game, Cowboys are fucking good, folks. I uh, hate to say I told you so, Marcus, but yes, me and Marcus have been saying that the Cowboys are good. Uh, Marcus, I don't think you were on the NFC East pod, but you, you've you been a believer in the Cowboys, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were my East favorite because uh, I, I was right with you. It was like they, They've been so talented. Obviously, you get um, uh, Dak back. And then, obviously, you, the, the offensive line back, The Tyron Smith was out a lot of the chunk last year. Uh, Leo Collins missed a lot of time last year. He's gonna miss a few games this year, but you know, kudos to you for trying to bribe your, uh, your drug tester. Um, but bringing in Micah and bringing in some other, some of the pieces they did this offseason, uh, I had high hopes. I was right with you. High hopes with, for them. Um, I hate rooting for the Cowboys. I can't root for them, but, um, you know, and they they look great. Uh, Mark,
2: Mark, you're, you're forgetting to to mention uh, the Cowboys' best defender right now, which right now is uh, Trayvon Diggs, three interceptions. You know, leading the league, ran one back for a touchdown. I mean, he he's also leading the league in and passes defended. He's looked pretty solid. Oh, he's ridiculous. I mean, Trayvon look Diggs at is good. Those numbers, yeah, Trayvon Diggs. But
0: uh, yeah, I mean, that, let's not, let's not be cute here. Micah Parsons, is yeah, best Micah Parsons player. is unbelievable, man. He that guy's destructive. He's going to be the fact that he can just. He's a he's a Mike linebacker, folks. He's a Mike linebacker that is also a insane edge rusher. When this guy's contract is up, what what are the what is this guy gonna what is this guy? He's a Mike linebacker slash outside rusher. Like, holy fuck! He's
3: gonna he's gonna, set, he's gonna absolutely set the market. Oh yeah. and, and he's gonna have a hard time in arbitration if they define him as a middle linebacker because obviously that pay scale is a lot less. Um, but to me, I mean, with the Cowboys so far, and obviously we're only three weeks into this. But they're doing a couple things that I was worried that they wouldn't do, and that's, you know, it's directly leading to their success. One, McCarthy doesn't seem to be having a factor on this team. I don't like Mike McCarthy. I think he's absolute dog shit. Me neither. But they seem to be doing well in spite of him. Two, I was wonder I was really worried about how they would use Micah Parson. and they're they're getting every ounce out of him. Yeah. If you're gonna get it, I mean, if I'd have known ahead of time that they were gonna be using him like this, I would might have had a different opinion. And three, like they're making the clutch plays, like the 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 Cowboys always seem to like find a way to lose, but now they're, they're really putting their foot down on people and they look really, really good.
0: Give it up to Dan Quinn. He, this defense looks good. It really does. It, it, it looks really good. You, you, I, I I hate Dan Quinn as much as the rest, rest of us, but that guy is, is coached this defense up to a fucking really good level.
3: But in fairness, when we were talking shit about Dan Quinn, we had the same sentiment. Like he's not a head coach. He's a great yeah. coordinator. He's not a head coach and he's back to coordinating and, Defense is flying.
1: Yeah, it, you know, obviously there was the, the, the skepticism early on against Tampa, but Tampa is going to be lighting up the scoreboard. Um, like you said, man, some people are just meant to be coordinators. You don't have to push for everyone to be a head coach because then you look like shit, and then it's hard to climb back up into the ladder. Because uh, what Quinn was, Legion of Boom, right? Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. The and, original OG yeah. Boom.
1: Yeah, and and you start talking about like the change that's going on in Dallas, like as a whole. Like he he has to be in the running for that like coordinator of the year. Like just just don't bring in the talks of oh he should be in the running for head coach. I hate that chat. Let let him do what he does, play good defense, and help help your team win some damn games.
0: Well, the thing that everybody was missing with this team is that they've just been shredding draft after draft after draft after draft. Eventually, this talent was going to play out, and I got laughed at in the NFC East pod. People people were dogging my pick. They're they're the me- best team in the NFC East, and it's not even close.
3: Yeah, and on paper they absolutely are, but it's just like you know we talk we talk about the same way with the Browns. The Browns have had the best roster in the AFC North for two years, three years, and they find a way to lose. And that, that was very much the Cowboys' mo. Yeah, but, but, uh,
2: I don't know. Dak looks good, man. Yeah, Dak that look. That, this this team will live and die by Dak, and we saw that kind of what happened last year. But I think the missing point that you all have mentioned here is like their defense is coming together. Like that's that's the one missing part that this team. Really needed to, to have something complete because their offense w- ha- is is on fire. Um, You know, Mark Kirby, yeah, hasn't had that great of, of, I mean, other than his first game, but I mean, CD Lamb looks great. Zeke, yeah, had a little return back. I still think Tony Pollard looks even better than Zeke does. So you have two solid running backs. Dak's going to throw dimes all day. Um, I- I'd say watch out for the Cowboys. I mean, they're, you know, they're definitely destined for <clears throat> a playoff berth.
0: Yep. And J- Jalen Hurts, we all love him um, on this podcast. Uh, he looked bad yesterday, but still good. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he's he got nobody around him. He's just, he's playing for his fucking, in fact, it worries me because he's trying to make too many plays. Don't RG3 fucking Jalen Hurts, please, please. I want to see this guy continue to
2: develop because he looks good. He looks like the guy, but he's trying to make too many plays. Like, it's it's worrisome. He's ranked fifteenth in the league in rushing. That's including running backs and everybody. Second, you know, uh, rushing in quarterbacks, obviously behind Lamar. Yeah, he's running the ball way too much <laughs> for sure. He's trying to do way too much. Uh, but it's as you mentioned, he's got garbage. Uh, who's it I mean, Rieger? Is that so that's your number one target that you're that you're looking at? Like that uh, get your mo that's, that's Rager,
0: not- Devontae Smith. It's a shitty fucking receiving core.
2: Yeah, even make make do, stay healthy,
1: play it out, play out that rookie contract, sign somewhere that needs a quarterback that has some talent to support
0: you. When are we going to see these tight ends? They have Zach Ertz and Goddard, and
2: it seems like none of them are doing shit. Like, fucking just keep dumping it off to these guys. You're telling me. they were the two top receivers in the last game. So, like, they, they were trying to get the ball to them. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to be dumping the ball down quick, so you're not going to be getting long, you know, plays. That's where you need your, you know, Devon you know, Smith to come in and actually get some, like, long plays. And they're just not getting the ball down the field. He also doesn't have much time to get the ball down the field. That's, that's part of the problem as well. So, there's a lot of factors on, on the reason why he has a lot of rushes and a lot of reasons why they aren't getting the ball down the field. Yeah. Yep. All right, fellas. Let's shut this thing down. Any closing
0: thoughts? Week three was wild. I mean, it, 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 talk about unpredictable as fuck. Um, bunch of dogs won it. Uh, great, great week. Exciting. And I love that it ended. Well, Monday Night Football has just kind of sucked recently. It, all Every Monday Night game this year has been pretty bad, except for the Raiders. Yeah, the... Um uh, closing thought underdogs
1: have won straight out i think 43 percent of games as underdogs which is a massive massive number i think they're covering the spread at like 63 64 percent
0: my nfl team is one and two and i've i've not enjoyed an nfl season quite this much in quite some time i am I'm, I'm loving the product on the field despite the bad calling and all this the nfl is 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 delivering this year folks
2: Yep. The one thing I will say, we mentioned rookie quarterbacks earlier. I believe Trey Lance has the uh, best QBR out of all rookie uh, quarterbacks right now. Oh um, yeah, I think he's he's only played five plays, but I uh, I I'll, 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 I'll like it. I'll he like he should just retire. Five <laughs> plays. He should probably just
0: retire. Go out on Might top, well. baby. George Costanza. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. All right, folks, we're out.